Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. In this day. In today, Tuesday. In Triumphant Tuesday. Mm -hmm. This is the day to make our day count. And now we add one piece to make your day count. If you make your day count, you will make your life count. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can make your day count without making your life what? Count. So as I'm making my day count... I'm making my life count. So I'm going to live a very productive life when? Today, mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. Yesterday, man, we were, we were on a roll. We were almost run out <laughs> of time. <laughs> we need more time. And we're just getting into it. So we'll, we'll pick up from where we left off yesterday. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah. So all this week we're talking about were you a servant? The question, were you a servant. And yesterday we were in John chapter 3. We looked at Nicodemus and we were in Luke chapter 1 looking at the life of Mary. They had to become a servant to the word, a servant mm -hmm. to the spirit. And we know in Psalms 119, the Bible tells us that your word, O Lord, is already settled in heaven. Yeah. So once we receive that mark of the word, once that word enters, then change comes. Yes. There must be a mark. We all have our born-again experience, the mark, the place and time where we know that we surrendered our will for the will of heaven, the precepts, what were already written, the intentions of God concerning our life. Before we were formed in our mother's womb, what was already written, what was already conceived, the precepts, the steps that were ordered for us, we must have an encounter with the word of God. The word of God makes the difference. John 10.10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come so we could have life and we could have, have it, it more, more abundantly. abundantly. And in these two texts, in John chapter 3 and in Luke chapter 1, the people were asking questions in their humanity. Nicodemus said, how can this be? How are you doing these wonders? We know. And it was only him that came, but he was speaking on behalf of we. So there were secret conversations that were going on between the Pharisees and such. But he was the only one bold enough to ask the question directly to Jesus. It says that he came by night for fear, but he came anyway. He You're did right. it afraid. Right. And he came and he spoke to Jesus and he says, how can this be? We know that you're of God because we're seeing wonders yeah. unfold right before our very eyes. And all of our academic knowledge can't do it. Right. We can't do it. We're seeing you do it. How are you doing it? And Jesus said, you got to be born again. So Nicodemus says, what? Can I climb back up in my mother's womb? I'm a full-grown man. How could I be born again? He's asking the questions to push past the natural mind, to push past the carnal mind, and to learn how to operate in the spiritual mind. And Jesus says, well, you got to be born again, that this is revealed by the Spirit. We're able to do this by the Spirit. And then Mary has an encounter with the angel Gabriel, and he tells her what's lined out for her womb, the intention for her womb, the womb of a virgin to bring forth 
Jesus, already named in heaven before he was conceived in the womb. And she says, well, how can this be? I haven't known a man. So she has to push past the natural. The natural knows. Well, if I haven't known a man, then there's not going to be a child in my womb. She has to push past the carnal reasoning, and she has to receive it by the Spirit, receive the word, because then she says, okay, let it be unto me according according to to your your word. word. So that must be our prayer in the place of surrender. Oh, Lord, let it be unto me. According, according to, to your, your word, word, not by what it looks like, not by the opinions of man. Not I'm not going to base my life based on my previous experiences that may have may have gone too much to the left or too much to the right. Let it be unto me right now, according, according to, to your, your word. word. Let it be unto me this day, according to your word. Your precepts, which you have already laid out for this day, the precepts, the precepts that you have lined out for me. For this day, let it be unto me according to my, to your word, even though my mind might not be able to figure it out. Let me boldly operate. Let me take the authority that's been given unto me to do what you have sent me in the earth to do. According to, to your, your word, word, which is already settled in heaven. heaven. Now, notice this morning, uh, John six sixty three, because Jesus told Nicodemus that this will happen by the spirit. And the angel tell Mary, this will happen by the Spirit. So we have to understand. Let's try to understand the Spirit. John chapter 6, verse 63. Yeah. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Yeah. The words that I speak to you are spirit, spirit. and they are life. So the Word mm-hmm. is what? Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Word of God is what? The Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that is the Spirit produce what? Life. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the word produces life. Now look at Hebrews, because Hebrews chapter four twelve support uh, John chapter six sixty three, and and we're just having some deep study here this morning <laughs> from yesterday, uh, because we need to be a good servant. All right, look Hebrews at, chapter four verse twelve. Yeah. For the word of God, or yeah, four verse twelve. Yeah. For the word of God is living You're, and powerful. Yeah. And sharper than any two-edged sword, hmm. piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, yeah. and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the hearts. So the word is living. Mm-hmm. The word is the spirit. The word is God. The word mm-hmm. is God. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this is so mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. When we understand. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word is God. Look at John. He said, in the, John 1, 1, 1. Because in order for us to become a good servant, we got to, oh, no, I got to wait for a call. Well, read the Word. When you have an encounter with the Word, you become. He says, love one another as I love you. Go out, do good to those. When you have an encounter with that Word, you'll do it. Mm-hmm. John no. chapter 1, starting in verse 1. Yeah. In the beginning was the Word, word. And, and the Word was with God, and, and the, the word, word was God. God. He was in the beginning with, with God. God. All things that were made through him, and without him, nothing, nothing was, was made, made that was, was made. made. In so, him was life, life. and, and the on. life was the light, light of men. men. So that's the encounter. Mm-hmm. I want to have an encounter with God. We'll have an encounter mm-hmm. with the Word. Mm-hmm. I want God to speak with me. Then let the word speak to you. The word is what it is. It's not dead. Hebrews just tells us that the word is life. 
is spirit. John just tells us the word is life. The word is spirit. And we see two examples, Nicodemus and Mary. They both have to come into understanding that the word of God produces the spirit. Mm -hmm. And the word in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, the way it describes it, it says it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Yeah piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. So there's a fine line there between the soul and the spirit. And a lot of times people interchange the words and such, but they're two separate things. The soul, that's our mind, that's our emotions, that's our thoughts. But the spirit is the part that came from God. It's the one that craves the things of God, the spirit man. It's the one that can see in the invisible realm. The spirit man is the one that can see in the invisible realm. So there's a lot of things in our life that good advice or good counsel can't solve. No. Wisdom from the world can't Can't solve solve it. No matter how many people, how much money was spent, what their degrees look like, there's just some issues that they can't solve, that they have no solution to. But when the word of God gets into the cracks yeah, of that on. thing, yeah. it's able to seal up the foundation to build anew. So it's by the spirit of God that true wholeness comes. Yes, can God use people, the words of people? Of course, but they must be matched up with the words of yeah. God. Yes. It's by his spirit that brings forth change. I know people that have had different um, therapists and such shut them down. They went out of business, and the person still has the problem. Yes. So it's by the spirit of God. It's by his word. His word can get to that place where it could divide the soul from the spirit so that we're able to see, am I operating in my emotions, which is of the soul, or am I operating by the spirit of God? Because it easily gets wish-washed back and forth. People be have whole church services desired just to appeasing the soul, having people all up in their emotions. But yes. there's no change by the spirit, and that's evidenced by how their life is conducted the rest of the week. Yes. So it's by the spirit that brings forth change, the spirit of God, not what's going on in our emotions. That's why we boldly must say each and every day, I do not go by what it looks like. I do not go by what it feels like. I go by what the word of God says, because by his spirit, change comes. Not by my emotions, because we could be real happy about a situation one moment, and we could be real upset about the same situation another moment, and nothing changed. Our feelings don't change the situation. Amen. Go to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 2 and verse 2. Ezekiel 2, verse 2. As we get this understanding this morning of a born-again experience. Because so many of us, we misunderstood what it means to be born again. It's the word of God enters your life that makes the change in you. That's born again. Go ahead. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. Then the Spirit entered me when he spoke to me and set me on my feet. And I heard him who spoke to me. me. Think about that. Mm -hmm. The Spirit Mm -hmm. enters me Mm -hmm. and change my position. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Read read that one more time if you're going to see how powerful this is. Then the Spirit entered me. me. When he spoke to me, to me. and set, set me, me on, on my, my feet. feet, and I heard him who spoke to me. 
And then where he's sending <laughs> yeah. Ezekiel, when you go into verse 3, he's okay. sending him into unfavorable conditions. Yeah, yeah, so Ezekiel can't go by what it looks Look like. like yeah. God said, I'm sending you into unfavorable conditions. <laughs> so when we're being sent, when we're in unfavorable conditions to what it looks like, we have to operate in the spirit. Otherwise, yeah. those that circumstance is going to choke you out and kill you. Uh, and so many, let's stay with this, mm-hmm. because so many misunderstood it. They're looking for something really spooky. Mm-hmm. Or the spirit coming. They're looking for something really mm-hmm. spooky. And they missed it all the time. And so we wrapped up in our what? Our emotion. Mm-hmm. The emotion is not spirit. The emotion is not spirit. The spirit is life. The spirit is real. The spirit is living, active, mm-hmm. speak controls, Mm -hmm. when we submit, Mm -hmm. directs, teaches. The word of God teaches me to do what is right. So the word contains the spirit. So when the word enters me, it changes my position. And I will hear now. You see, if you just read it, so many times I read a word before and I don't hear a thing. (laughs) But when I have an encounter with that word when it really enters me, enters my heart. Then it changes me. I start to hear, wow, I need to do this. Mm -hmm. All things are now what? Possible. All things is now what? Possible through the word of God. And it's our duty to do what the word says. Yes, yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter the response of the people. We're mm. depositing a seed. We're watering a seed. It's do God who gives the increase. Yes. So we want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in Cocoa. Come on out. Visit with us. You could also go to the Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page where we have our services archived. So you can scroll on down and preview before you come and visit in person. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Hey, this is Mark Walmer from Lessons for Living. We hope that you're enjoying the radio program. This is a great radio station, 91.5. We pray that God will help you do life right. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning and welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. It's a beautiful Tuesday, April 27th. So glad you could take time out of your busy day to join us as we get into the Word of God. It's going to be a lot of fun. Love getting into the Bible. I have a co-host today. His name is Pastor Christian Hurston. 